The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Build Your Tribe with your host, Shalene Johnson. Hey there. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of Build Your Tribe. As a very special treat, today I'm sharing with you one of the specialized lessons that I've created for the Academy members in the Virtual Business Academy. Now, you may know that I've created a program specifically for entrepreneurs that is all about getting your digital life organized. It shocks me that there are people out there who are running a business based on technology from their phones, from their laptops, their desktops, sharing files, social media, offering academies, connecting with people online, using their phones and their computers all day, every day, and they really have no idea how to protect that information and more importantly, how to organize it, how to keep it safe, how to make sure other people don't get access to it, and most notably, how to make it simple to outsource. So in the Virtual Business Academy, we're going all the way back to the basics, and one of the things that we are covering in our accountability group at the moment is doing just that, protecting your online identity, and making sure that even if somebody finds out your password, that they can't take over your accounts. And a very important way, an incredibly useful tool for everyone to start using is two-factor authentication. But it's a really fancy word and it confuses a lot of people. So I thought, you know what, why not share this with my Build Your Tribe family? So without further ado, here is what you need to know about two-factor authentication. And before you think, oh, this sounds really boring, I don't want to do it, you better do it. You better do it because if you don't, it's like leaving your cash, your assets, and all of your valuables out on the front lawn. Onward and upward with two-factor authentication. In today's lesson, you're going to learn everything you need to know about two-factor authentication, sometimes called two-step authentication. The most important thing that you will understand is why this is so important, how easy it is to get in the habit of setting it up on absolutely every important website and app, and why this is your best line of defense when it comes to protecting your digital assets. Imagine you lived in a really nice studio apartment in downtown New York City. Let's imagine at the entrance to your building, there isn't a doorman, but instead a digital keypad. To enter the building, you have to enter a specific series of numbers. And of course, you could share these numbers with your roommate or friends and family members. Think of that first place where you're entering a, a number or a code as the first layer of protection, the first layer of security, or in other words, the first factor of security. Okay, now we're in the building. And once we're in the building, we make our way up to your apartment door. Once we're at your apartment door, there's another keypad where I have to enter a code. That would be the second factor of security or the second layer of security, if you will. Let's just pretend that it was a bad guy that found his way into the building. 
And somehow he's figured out the access code to the lock on your door, your apartment door. Well, that's okay because you have a third factor of security or a third way to authenticate who it is that wants to come in. And now that third layer of security is going to protect you. You've looked through the people. You don't know who that is. Your door stays locked. You're safe and secure. And the bad guy goes back to the drawing board. So if you understand factors as layers of security, I'm sure you've already decided that you are most comfortable with at least two-factor authentication. Back in the old days, we didn't even have to have locks on our doors. But as times changed, people realized that security was pretty important and they moved from just having a simple lock on their door to having a deadbolt or high-tech security. And the same is true of the internet. Our passwords used to afford us enough protection. Now, passwords can be easily retrieved through social engineering and other means. So if someone were to get your password, which is not that difficult to do, that's just one factor of security. By using two-factor authentication or two-step sign-in process, what you're doing is creating that extra layer of protection. Here's how it works. I have a password for, say, Twitter. And when I sign in with Twitter, it now will say, okay, great, you've signed in and we're going to auto-generate a code which no one has. It's generated the moment you enter your password and that code will be sent to a device, only one device, a device that I registered to my phone number. That's a second factor of security. So it's not just me entering my password, but I've also enabled two-factor authentication. In other words, I've given Twitter or whatever platform you're doing this on, I've given them permission to say, yes, I would like for you to require a second layer to authenticate the fact that it's me. So just in case someone has my password, they would get this code automatically generated, but it would only be sent to the place that I've determined it to be sent, which 90% of the time is going to be your singular cellular device. The steps that I've just described create two factors of security or two factors of authentication. And you might be wondering, well, but what if somebody has your phone, Shaleen? What if you're in an airport and somebody sees that your phone is sitting there and this code just pops up on your phone? Well, that's why I personally choose to have a third factor of authentication, and that's my fingerprint. Now, even if you have my password and you have my phone, you can't see the code on my phone unless you have my fingerprint that allows you to open my phone. You can't open my phone unless you have my fingerprint or my security code that I use to lock my phone. All the more reason why you must lock all of your devices. That includes desktops, laptops, and your smartphones. And where it's available, use fingerprint detection. Now, are there ways around this? Is there, you know, obscure stories of somebody being able to hack that particular system? It's possible. The same way that it's possible, somebody could break into a bank with 20 layers of security. It's possible. Our job is to make it more difficult, to make it tougher to get in, to create as many layers of authentication or security as we feel are necessary to make us feel comfortable. Do you have to use two-factor authentication on all of these sites? You don't, but you're leaving your front door wide open. 
your action step today is to take a look at every one of your important accounts, social media, banking, email, you name it. Log in and set up two-factor or two-step authentication. Now, keep in mind that many sites call this something different. They might call it two-step verification, two-step authentication, two-factor authentication. Doesn't matter what they call it, you wanna make sure if they offer it, you're using it. For a list of websites that offer two-factor authentication, you can go to this web address, two, like the number spelled out, factorauth.org. There you can type in the name of the web address or software program that you're using to quickly find out if they offer two-factor authentication. And as just an extra third layer or third factor of safety for you, make sure, of course, you're using a passcode on your phones and all other devices and not one that people can guess like 111-1234 or your birthday. Make sure it's auto-generated and it's random. Otherwise, people can figure it out. And perhaps a fourth layer of verification is this. Many sites now give you the ability to actually see login activity. This gives me the ability not only to see where the person might be logging in from, but on what type of device they're using. This is great. Even when somebody on my team upgrades their phone, they have permission to log into a particular account, I still get a notification letting me know a new device at a new location is currently logged in. And that gives me peace of mind. Of course, we have to consider convenience. But when in doubt, create as many layers of protection, security, authentication as is still reasonable and convenient and secure for you. This episode has been sponsored by CourageousConfidenceClub.com. It's a club that I've created specifically to help people who struggle with confidence and insecurities and social settings and and just standing up for themselves, being yourself and feeling good about it. All of us could benefit from having more confidence. I'd love for you to just experience a taste of it. So please be my guest by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips. Now, if you don't feel like writing that web address down or remembering to go there later, all you have to do is, while you're listening from your phone, send me a text message. The number is 949-565-4337, and that is for U.S. residents. Then just send me the word confidence, and I will send you access to this video. This video will help you to eliminate self-doubt and just feel more confident in any situation, whether it's work or personal or just your social interactions. Every one of us can benefit from having more confidence. There you'll submit your email address, and I will immediately send to your inbox my latest training video where I teach you step-by-step how to feel more confident in just about any social setting. I think you'll find this incredibly useful, whether it's business or personal or just in your everyday interactions. Confidence is something that makes life easier. It helps you to raise more confident, self-efficient children. It allows us to speak our mind, to stand up for ourselves, to do the things that otherwise we are paralyzed by fear and we just allow our own thoughts to stop us. By learning how to overcome self-doubt and fear of success, you can become that confident person that others are attracted to. 
the person you want to be, the person you deserve to be, the person you know is inside of you. So thank you for checking out my free tools by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips.